What's going on, guys? Kieran Headley here uh, from the Pocket Coach Podcast. I'm here with my bro, Mike Gardner. I'm pumped for this because I feel like he's my bro, so like super close already, and we've only been hanging out for a few days. Um, so I'm very excited to introduce him. And also, one side note before we jump into this, um, by the way, you guys are going to love this. It's going to be a very fiery podcast. But at the same time, we're a little bit out of it because um, I, like we've both kind of gone through fevers in the last 24 hours, barley belly. So yeah, barley. <laughs> so our head's not really like completely there, but we're gonna do our best and we wanted to make sure we're doing this because Mike literally flies out and uh, about the, three and a half the hours. Time, yeah, the time it takes to make this podcast. Yeah, yeah, and the time hit, it takes. Hit, to, and, and, yeah, and and literally, <laughs> literally, and you're out. Yeah, so that's exciting. But bro, I'm pumped. Bro, me dude, too. Me too. Dude, so um, I just want to talk about quickly actually how we met because um, it's a pretty cool story yeah. and like um, like you said, bro, it's meant to, it was Attraction. a meant to be thing. Yeah, 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 it really was. Um, but long story short, after I released Brian, um, the interview with Brian DeCosta, um. It was a Kaylin, um, a girl called Kaylin, uh, followed me on Instagram afterwards because uh, I think she vibed with um, the kind of message that, that we were talking about on that podcast. So I, I, de- I definitely followed her back because I loved her message as well. And uh, sort of long story short, I saw that she was going to Bali. We connected, um, reached out. She never got on. She never got back to me when she got to Bali because because um, things have been hectic for them. But. Uh, crazy thing I went to the supermarket I literally came out of the supermarket heard my name called and it was them um, met Kaylin met a few others three hours later okay we said goodbye three hours later I was walking along the beach um, heard someone call out my name and it was literally um, Kaylin's friend Michaela um, so I went and hung out with them and that's where I met Mike so it's crazy how all that sort of stuff just came to be and Mike and I just sat there vibed a lot so much <laughs> yeah, yeah so much like we've got similar goals similar dreams similar passion so um, yeah I'm really excited for this so Mike bro you've got to introduce yourself man um, so yeah, just boy. tell me a little bit more about you as you are now and then we're going to dive into the little Mike okay so like, who are you now little Mike yeah yeah yeah, yeah bro little, little Mike, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. yeah yeah so um, just on the on the meeting you thing mm. it was yeah. so, it was so funny because yeah, there was one thing you started talking about meditating yeah yeah and yeah I'm yeah, right. here I'm eating my food uh, I don't know this this random yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, just walked yeah. up it's from like the beach it's like really yeah and and you start talking about meditating and my head Ah. <laughs> like, all right, I'm listening. I'm I listening love this. I could, um, I could, I remember now when I was talking to Michaela, bro. Um, she, you, like, I, I saw this nodding in the background. <laughs> He's vibing. I just leaned, leaned in. Let me uh, lean in on this conversation. Um, so about me, um, I've been coaching online and in person for the past four years. Um, I actually said no to the in person thing for for going on it per, saying, probably yeah. four years now because mm-hmm. I didn't want to I didn't want to be tied down mm-hmm. to a location you know, I didn't want to have people depending on me to be somewhere at a specific time um, so the online thing really called out to me um, I, I remember sitting in my dorm room uh, in college and just looking at how can I work online how can I, I how can that. I be location yeah. um, independent and just travel the world mm-hmm. and so the online coaching thing really just that that, that was my heart mm. uh, I said no to the uh, to the one-on-one thing forever because of you know because of that just yeah. wanting to be free to, to yeah, roam about sure. the world yeah um, you don't want to be planted in one spot or like chained down to one place yeah, yeah. so this past year has been very different for me because yeah. I've I've started saying yes to the one-on-one thing I had I felt in, in my heart I felt I was supposed to put some roots down for a mm. bit and um, I've met the most bro I've met the most incredible people yeah. I love the people I'm working with um, I'm getting 
beginning to really pour into them. And at the same time, you know, I'm seeing them get awesome results, but they're pouring back into me, you know, seeing them win and thrive and the conversations that we have that are absolutely not fitness related at all. It's just that, that fuels my soul, that fuels my fire. Um, so it's been, it's been a blessing, um, about, let's see more about me, uh, what else would you like to know? Oh man, just like um, uh, like what um, what exactly right now is your passion? I suppose. Yeah. People. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. People are my passion. The travel is my yeah. passion. Awesome. I'm I'm feeling the call to get back out. Yeah. Which um, which is a um, ever since Bali. It, yeah, Bali. Yeah. This this has definitely spurred it. Even before that, cool. my my uh, my free spirit and my my wanderer uh, is is just kind of wanting to get out of the cage. Mm. So this definitely scratched the itch, yeah. but just lit this fuel in in my belly. That's just Dude. like you got to get back out. Dude, I you love that. Get back out and. Um, it's, it's just interesting. It's an interesting situation, though, because now I do have the people at mm. home that, that love working with me and love our time together, mm. and, it's, and it's so mutual. Yeah. I, I'm like, Because oh. as you said the other day, um, we're talking, we're sort of having a good conversation over um, a burrito, which I'm pretty sure is what gave me Bali Bali. <laughs> but um, we were saying how we both feel that love and connection is probably our highest human highest need. Needs. Yeah, and um, so I can see why you vibed with that, and I definitely vibed with that, which is why I enjoy my one-on-one coaching on even though it is online but you still sort of get a similar feel um but i enjoy it in terms of the um the more flexibility and the and the sort of yeah openness and the freedom yeah. of being able to move around a lot because i yeah like like you i also enjoy uncertainty which is something else we, we enjoyed yeah and i can Literally. see how that lit yeah. you on fire bro like yeah coming over here being fully uncertain different foods different culture different driving <laughs> oh God, get me started on the driving. oh man oh, can you actually please tell the story about how you nearly died if you uh, haven't been to bali come immediately come immediately <laughs> The, the quote of this trip, I love Bali. Oh, I've said it a billion times, yeah, especially after the Bintangs. Yeah, and that was a billion, <laughs> that was a billion and one. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're, we're driving up this mountain to go see, uh, what was the name of the temple? Do you remember? Um, I can't remember the name of the temple, but it's the one that you see on all, all the postcards. And all yeah, sort of thing. it's like the most famous like Bali yeah, picture that you see. It was about um, 45 minutes to an hour above Ubud. Yeah. If you've been to Bali, then you'll, you'll know. Yeah. Beautiful trip, beautiful Trying drive. To get the sunrise area. Yeah, up the up through the mountains where winding roads, you know, little winding roads around the, the cliffside. And um, <laughs> this car pulls up on the left of me. And you know, if, if you don't know, they drive on the opposite side of the road. Oh, bro, it's the right, it's the correct side, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. On the left-hand side. So I'm yeah, working, was, I'm uh, working on, on <laughs> detaching from <laughs> from my belief that, that that this is the wrong side of the road. I'm working on that detachment. Americans. But Americans, <laughs> bloody Americans. America. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, so uh, it pulls up on the left side of me and kind of mm. starts pushing me into the middle of the road. And all of a sudden around, and we're going around this bend, around this curve, I see a group of motorcycles on, one, on the outside and a car come flying around them to pass. And I'm, I'm literally right in front of this car and I swerve as much as I can but there's a car like literally wedging me into death like I'm looking death in the eyes and I just grip the steering wheels for dear life and like have that my life flash before me yeah. moment. That, that didn't really happen all I said I dropped a big f-bomb yeah <laughs> and oh, literally fuck. this
this car smacks the side of the bike, clips the handlebar, smacks the bike, the back of the bike, and and um and I stay up somehow. Yeah, yeah. But we were going around about 60, 65 kilometers an hour as a bit that at least, um, which is a, yeah more than forty miles an hour. So you can imagine that could have been pretty fatal yeah. um, being on a motorbike. Yeah. yeah, with cars flying. Yeah, behind exactly. Me. Yeah. Um. So that was uh that was a. Uh, that was something. <laughs> yeah, it was something, man. Because I, I just remember all like Mike was right behind me because I was I was being the director using Google Maps and all of a sudden he just um like starts slowing down quite a lot and I, yeah, <laughs> that's why I pulled over because I'm like oh something's wrong. Yeah, yeah I was I, yeah. that cut my speed. Yeah, uh, in half. <laughs> yeah way way yeah. down way down. I was like yeah. nope, I choose life. <laughs> I choose that's right. life. <laughs> that's right. Life of a speed. My the the need for it's interesting, you know. The there's so many things, you know. It's funny how we we realize things but my need mm. to keep up mm. to be like right there I can I can drive this yeah. this, this moped fast I yeah, can drive that's this right. scooter that's um, right not that I've been doing it for like two whole weeks or anything, but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah first time driving yeah, a, that was a his scooter first time, yeah. um, um, especially here with this crazy mm. traffic but um, yeah my, my need to, to to be manly and drive fast oh, yeah, and yeah. all that immediately was like no I choose life yeah yeah I absolutely but the thing is like old man maybe even old you uh, might, might not have, uh, have been able to suck it up yeah. you know would have I mean? kept going yeah exactly I would have kept flying exactly and, yeah. yeah I mean like oh no I need to prove myself yeah yeah, absolutely. So um, I want to dive into Little Mike, actually, now that we're sort of starting to talk about old us. So um, tell me more about you as a child, okay? So okay. what was your upbringing like? What was your family like? What okay. kind of person were you? So I was born in a t- like a little tiny town uh, uh, in Kentucky, right. Clay. Uh, actually, Madisonville was where I was born. But oh, I grew I up in a town that. called... Have you really? Yeah, I have. Yeah, what? Madisonville, probably from WWE or something. Okay, yeah, I don't okay. Know. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so little, little tiny town. I grew up barefoot. Foot, shirtless. Like, oh, wait, like, no, I, I lie. Medicineville, Medi- uh, Medicine Square Garden. That's Medicine what I That's completely just, like, not way different. Yeah, because I'm like, WWE. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can fit, you can fit Madisonville in Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay, yeah. So no, if you don't I, know what okay. Madison Square okay. Garden is, it's in New York, that. big, massive yeah, New yeah. York um, central hub, like, I don't know way too many people yeah. um, you could fit Madisonville multiple times in Madison Square Garden yeah, probably yeah. But, um, uh, so yeah just in the country um, playing climbing trees exploring creeks you know living I the country that. life yeah. and we um, my parents decided they wanted to go to college so they hadn't gone to college they wanted to go and get wow. their yeah go and get their college education yeah. they picked us up and we moved to Dallas, Texas, which mm. is comparable to Madison Square Garden, you know, yeah, to yeah, New York. Yeah. It's a it's a big city, cool. uh, big Texas, you know. I like um, that. So we we went from in the middle of nowhere. I have no, I don't, pl- I play by myself, you know. I don't have friends because we're in the country. Um, yeah, there's no kid, there's no how, kids around. How many years were you in this area for? So we moved when I was in second grade second going into third grade wow, okay. to Dallas to so to what you're the, seven eight years old sort of. oh uh, yeah yeah ish I don't I don't know mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so third grade we move and and we're in just urban like raw at the time it was like the third worst area code to live in in, in yeah in the states in terms um, of crime or yeah in terms oh, of crime wow. so every night you go to sleep with helicopters police oh chases people like running so through your backyard gunshots oh every every night like oh. literally every night you're going to sleep to just mayhem outside guys it's like it's crazy because 
it's hard for us to comprehend what kind of life that would be like because it's, it's like uh, I know that there's a lot of listeners from New Zealand some from UK and Australia and it's just not something that we sort of comprehend as possible but this isn't just the movies guys this yeah. is like this, this happens yeah it really does it's yeah. scary man yeah. that would have changed you completely as an yeah. individual as it, a kid it did it was culture shock it threw me in the yeah. deep end it was like being thrown in the deep end and I've only swam once before and just go you're in the ocean with the sharks go and um um, honestly, I didn't take it well at first. I cried yeah. every day at school. Um, I, I was the weird kid. I put my head inside my jacket Dude. in class, and I would just play by myself inside my jacket during class. Wow. The teacher would have to come and like tap, like pull the zipper down, Mike. What? And come, come out, and it's okay. And I'm like crying. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, looking back on it, though, I, I'm so grateful for it because oh it, it introduced me to a new me. Yeah, uh, dude. You know, I have, I, and I still to this day, I have that introvert, you know, there are times when I want to be in my bubble. I want to like too, pull off into the corner and, mm. and just like, I'll just observe yeah. and be to myself. And then there's the, the, the other me that mm. I was introduced to very quickly in Dallas, Texas. Thank you, Texas. Ah. Um, <laughs> that, that is the social, the social butterfly, yeah. um, you know, that, that walks into the room and I want to meet everyone. Everybody, I want to know so your story. Where did that come from? Um, so, so I think it was, I think it was survival. Okay. I think it was survival. I realized. And how old were you when you started to flourish a little bit more? It took me that first year. Okay. It took me that first year okay. there. So by the time you're I'm, eight, nine years old, yeah. I made a couple friends. Cool. And and I was like, oh, this is cool. Hey. You guys are fun. You guys are cool. Um, this, I'm not in danger. You know, this is. I, I right. think it kind of helped me so get out survival. of that out of that fight or flight yeah. and into just, oh, I can, I, it's okay. I have friends, I have a, a little tribe that I'm starting to, to build. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, so that introduced me to the social butterfly mm. that, that wants to go and meet everybody and, and just love. I think maybe that's where the love that I have for people came from. Came I from, love that. Was that just in the deep end. I like that. It's getting inside of yourself here. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't really ever thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that introduced me to the just the burning, like just limitless abundance of love that I have for everyone around me. And awesome. um, yeah, so uh, I'm just, yeah. Dude, I wow. love that. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> right. Awesome, man. Cheers, bro. Heck yeah. No, no, thank you. You're <laughs> the one that's opening up to me. Thank yeah. you. And opening up to us. So thank you. Um, so going from there, that's sort of where you start to flourish and open up a bit more. So talk me through leading up to like, you know, high school um, as you go to college, that sort mm, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of so um, going into... We moved back from Texas, so yeah. eighth eighth grade, and then also moved. while you're talking about this, mm-hmm. talk about how your personality changed as well. Okay, I hear the okay, yeah. So um, from my time in Texas, mm. you know that that pulled that abruptly ripped me out of that that little shy. Yeah, Mike, little Mike was was shy and yeah. like Tarzan. If you pulled Tarzan out of the jungle and threw That's him amazing. Into, into like traffic in New That's York, amazing. <laughs> and I actually um, want to point something out just sort of for a moment. Sorry, bro, but um, the fact that you literally sat in class covered yourself with a jacket mm-hmm. and people actually had to open up the jacket to get you out um and then you're this insanely flourishing like lit up dude who i cannot even express how much energy radiates from the student honestly it's 
freaking awesome. Like, like you feel it, man. When like, you're around like you, like a track, like a track, dude. Like, literally, mm-hmm. but not even just that. It's like uh, that. Um, I know everyone around here feels it, dude. Like, I, I don't know if they realize it, but they do. Like, it's just something that's so natural for you, and that's beautiful, man. Cheers. Like, no, I just appreciate you, you. So, thank you. That's awesome, man. Um, but the fact that he was able to go from, um, you know, um, introverted Mike to super extroverted Mike, even though he was that young, um, it just goes to show how possible it really is because that's super extreme so I don't care how old or how young you are you can do it oh like, yeah. yeah yeah but it, it it's like Tony Robbins I think it's Tony Robbins mm. that says it. you have to burn the boats um, you know if it's if it's starting a new business if it's taking the the packing up and moving you know mm. to, to Bali like this guy yeah, just did, yeah, yeah you know whatever it is you have to you have to say I'm gonna sink or I'm gonna swim. I'm gonna thrive or I'm gonna die trying. Yeah. Gonna, I, I have to burn the boats. If, if you wanna take the island, you know, yeah. you have to get there, burn the boats. We're here, this is ours. Dude. I'm taking it or I'm gonna die trying. That's awesome. Um, and, and that's so what that that letting go of attachments. Letting go of attachments, burning the boats. Sort oh, of, because yeah, yeah, like the boat's like a way out, right? Yeah, you yeah. Could definitely re- yeah, you could definitely relate it to that. Awesome. But yeah, it's just saying, listen, there is no, there's no plan B. I, I, yeah. Getting my oh, I goal. see what you mean. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm gonna get my goals yeah. no matter what. Awesome. Um, so for me, that was just a. It was a. Um, it wasn't by choice. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Obviously, I didn't choose to move there. Yeah. Um, but it, it was such a blessing. It That's was such a up. blessing. So going mm-hmm. into eighth grade, going into high school, it was just a continuance of the two mics you yeah, know yeah, cool. the, the shy mic and and the the social butterfly mic yeah. uh, making appearances awesome. i would say the social butterfly started to really take cool. over more and more was there any um, friction between the two mics do you feel yes yeah. I, um the friction comes in the form of social butterfly mic is is going 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 yeah, going yeah, meeting yeah. the people doing the things yeah. exp- uh you know traveling and having the awesome conversations yeah. uh and and little mike old mike yeah, timid yeah. shy yeah. mike is every time it's time to go say something to somebody that i feel called to talk to yeah no ah uh, dude i vibe with this so doing? much like, literally little mike yeah. is like behind me holding on to yeah. my to my shirt like Being don't anchor. go yeah, yeah don't yeah. go and i'm just like swatting the hand off yeah. <laughs> let me <laughs> we got some love to to spread yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so yeah so high school middle school that was all mm. um that was all an expansion of yeah of the new mic that was that was coming to to life Mm. um was there any moments that sort of woke you up a bit more or anything like that do you have any sort of awakening moments along that as far as as far as like circumstances that were dark or even circumstances that were really light so like a happening like did you meet someone or do you have a relationship over this period of time like even like after high school okay um so a dark a dark moment just in general yeah um I'd love you to share one if you. I would say the 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 dark mo- the original like just ho- mm. holy shit excuse my language oh, yeah like nah, moment dark moment was the move was that yeah. move that was scary um, of course and then and then after that I would say um, the dark moment was probably I got fired I got fired from a job I was okay. feeling uh, so this is. Um, this is post college, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I played foot. I played football for cool. University of Kentucky uh, for two. Oh, years. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're gonna get to that in a moment. Um, actually, yep. okay, cool. Yep. So mm. after, um, after, after um, college, it was a um, the transition of 
I'm an athlete and that was my identity, you know, that's, and that's what helped me, you know, that's what helped me get through middle school, through high school, uh, in college was, oh, I can do athletic things. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. jump high, I can run fast, oh. I can be stronger than everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that put me on this platform. Everybody liked me because I was an athlete. It right. was a mask that I could put on awesome. and people would love me. People would want to be around me. Um, so having that taken away you're not yeah. a college athlete anymore you've graduated you're done with right. it what are you going to do having that mask ripped off was like little Michael was behind the mask yeah. like oh man what do I Nothing do now feeding, uh, the, um, the mask anymore yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, and so being fired from that job um, really spurred uh, adventure the adventurer in me wow. uh, because I was really wanting to go to Australia I wanted to move to Australia yeah. and um Oh man, so that really spurred that, like, you just got fired from your job, I'm sitting at home, I'm on the couch watching, binge watching Netflix. Can, can you dive a little bit deeper, like yeah. how did this feel for you at, at its time, yeah. like how long did the phase go on for? Oh man, it lasted, honestly in the job, it was a terrible job. I picked this job, okay. I think subconsciously because I knew I wouldn't like it, I wouldn't want to be there, I knew I wasn't meant to stay in Kentucky, I mm. was meant to get back out, but again it was another big jump into the big pond. Yeah. You know? um, so I, I was avoiding it and I didn't want to. I think I think uh, the new the new me that was that was in in the back seat now. Yeah, little yeah. Mike was little Mike was driving the car at this point, mm. and um, uh, from the back seat, just you know, I picked that job because I knew I would hate it. I was bouncing, yeah. I was bartending and bouncing, yeah. and um, I can I see you being a bouncer, pretty scary one actually. Couldn't stand it. I couldn't yeah. stand it. Um, so. Um, Getting fired from that job yeah. was the nudge I needed. Right. I got fired. It hurt my it hurt my pride. Yeah. Like, what do you mean I'm, fi I'm fired? Yeah. What? Um, so that that spurred you me out slump into at the time. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm on the couch okay. watching Netflix, coming home from the bar and baking oh, a wow. sheet of of, cook, of chocolate chip cookies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would come home, no joke, every night after wow. getting done, either bouncing or bartending. Wow. Come home, sit on the couch, bake the cookies put a, a layer of hot <laughs> cookies on the bowl and then dump ice cream yes, on top and every night. That wow. was like my ritual when I'd sit there and just binge watch Netflix. Oh, wow. And I just realized one night, who are you? Cool. This isn't you. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't just, it was not me at all. Wow. I was falling into the trap of, Hey, I get paid good to do this. Okay. And I was falling into the, the, the five people that you surround yourself yeah, with, yeah. you become those people. Mm. Um, and I was beginning to be influenced and pulled in a direction that was pulling me and turning me into somebody that I didn't want to be. Yeah. And I realized that through meeting a coach, I met my coach and she started introducing me to personal development, to meditation, to to my morning routine, so to reading, to all the things oh, that that reignited that, that spark, that lit that fire back in my belly to grow and to be more. And I was like, I, I I won't do this. Yeah. I put my foot down. I literally booked a trip to Australia and moved to Australia and just figured Dude, it out along the way. That's uh, amazing. Go back into coaching, into the fitness, yeah. into the fitness world and coaching people. Mm. Um, bro, it was, yeah, that was, I'm so grateful for it. It Dude. hurt so much at the time. Oh yeah, of course. But I'm so grateful it. for it. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't see that it was a blessing. No, at not time. at all. You never do at the time. Yeah. But um, like you sort of learn that over time, I suppose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, this is going to serve me in some way. I might not know yet yeah. what it's going to serve me for, but hey. You have that yeah. moment where you're like, oh, that's, that's what, what that yeah. is. Yeah. Life isn't happening 
to me, it's happening for me. My and favorite, it, my favorite saying. It, yeah. yeah, it gives me goosebumps every oh, time I say it. I'm like, yeah. ooh, it's happening yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the good times, the the tough times, it's yeah. all it's all for us. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And actually, that that quote, um, <clears throat> "Life happens for you, not to you," is something I've said in so many other podcasts. So if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, um, you heard heard it here as well from this guy when we've never actually said that to each other, um, which is quite funny. So. The fact that um, you know, so you sort of just brought that up, just goes to show how true that is. Because I mean, this guy really sort of lights up so strongly, um, so consistently as well. And um, the fact that so many things have actually happened, what many people would say to um, to them, um, but he's actually completely turned it around and being being able to say, no, actually, you know, this happens for me, um, is actually just so incredible. Even the fact that it's just been such a stressful trip at some stages, hasn't it? Like oh. the times, like yeah, bro, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. in the ocean and, oh, and you're, you're sinking or you're swimming. It's yeah, yeah sure. very high stress. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, but that's what that's what sharpens us, you know. The, oh, straight up, man. The the journey, the tough stuff. That's oh, what yeah. that's where we find our our inner warrior. Mm. That's where we find our fire. That's where we meet the 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 bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was a, that, you guys missed a fist bump. Yeah, this is did. just yeah. a recording. Yeah. Um, but that's where you meet the your tribe. That's where you meet the people that you're supposed to link arms and run mm. with. Um, is is in those times. I really truly believe that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And actually, um, I like to be really raw and real here um because this is just the kind of podcast it is but dude um do you need to go soon because no, yeah, no. yeah yeah okay, so okay. that's why when i, I, uh, okay. I walked yeah. out i was like hey, keep talking so <laughs> yeah, i can go yeah, check yeah. no that's right no, yeah. we're good cool, I, cool. I, she came in and i was like are we supposed to yeah i'm like it's not time yeah okay. Um, no okay, so we're, cool. good. we're good sweet as all right let's continue um so bro so I want to validate the fact that you actually play like um, amazing in terms of like football and everything. So I want to talk you to talk a bit more about that. Yeah. Um, and like struggle, like any struggles you might have had in that sort of sporting realm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for me, um, like I said before, sports were my vehicle to to love and acceptance. Mm. And um, <clears throat> so football was honestly, and it was a. Uh, I guess an afterthought. It, yeah, I was yeah. a basketball player growing up. I right. that was my heart was to go be in the NBA, yeah. like Kobe. Hey, Kobe, I, please! I want to go play with Kobe. <laughs> um, so I had a I had a basketball coach in in, mm. in high school that just really made me miserable. He made oh, wow. me hate bas. I hated basketball oh, wow. because of it. Um, and and sad sadly, there's a lot of a lot of guys that that our whole team felt the same way yeah, I was yeah. just like dude I don't even want to do this yeah um uh we had a we had the best team in the state we should wow. we should have won state every oh year gosh. and other coaches knew it other coaches talked to us yeah, about yeah. it um but it was just it was one of those things where he was a great player I was just being able to play the game and being coach, okay. able to coach it and teach it that's two completely oh different yeah definitely things. yeah um i'm still honestly i i have just over the past year released the the resentment that i had against him that's amazing um, even even hate I, I don't i'm not a type of person to hold hate in my heart yeah. i don't hate anybody but i would say that there was a long stretch of time where i hated him um and i realized that holding that wasn't serving me. I didn't. It, awesome, if I, if I, so much energy as well. Yeah, if I hate him, if I hold this grudge against him, if I mm. hold all this resentment, he doesn't feel it. Yeah. It's on my shoulders. Definitely. You know, it's on my heart. Every time me and my teammates would get together, that's what would come up. It was yeah. on all of our hearts, on all of our shoulders. Um, so releasing that 
and and re-releasing that and re-releasing that because it doesn't just happen overnight absolutely and can you please talk through that Um, so what was the process like that for you because um there's I, I don't care how um, who you are but or like you know what you've done or the kind of person you are um, we all run into situations where we feel some sort of dislike or some sort of negative energy towards people we, we always have resistance uh-huh. in some stage so how did you go about re- um, releasing that for you because it's such a powerful thing to do so so that 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 emotion that I had um, when it came to him that was programmed you know that was mm. programmed over my entire high school career mm. um, so reprogramming, you know, going yeah. in and rewiring the, the way I look at that whole situation. Um, it, it takes time yeah, it and it's hard. It's still oh. to this day. Like whenever Dude. somebody brings him up, I'm like, like initially ah, I want to like yeah. go in that, uh, yeah. like aggressive, like, like path, mm. even like talking about it just now, like yeah. even talking about it, I wow. feel like, like so, a, like a, a pool, like I don't want to talk bad about him, but I do want to share my story. Please, um, please do. Yeah. yeah so, to, so, um, it was, it was, it was like, you, you know, you need a shower every day. If you don't shower every day, you know, yeah, you're yeah. going to, you're going to start stinking. Yeah, uh, your, your meditation, your rewiring of your mind and your habits and all the things they're like a shower. You mm-hmm. need them. You need them often yeah. um, or you start to stink. Absolutely. Um, so in order for my, my attitude and, and the feelings that I had in my heart and my mind mm-hmm. to be changed, I needed to rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat uh, and and catch myself just being able to realize oh I'm going down a path I don't want to go let me stop yeah. let me turn around and let me choose let me choose how I want to feel how do I want to feel about him I want to feel grateful because I had an awesome experience with my teammates there were all there were times where I had awesome moments with him yeah uh, let me be grateful for those let me be Amazing. grateful because I still haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I still haven't figured out where the blessing is that was yeah. inside that other than just it, it turned me into the football path. Yeah. Um, um, but there's a blessing. There are so many blessings there. And I have a feeling because that was one of the toughest periods of my life was was playing um, high school basketball. Oh, man. Because okay. there was so much love in my heart for it. And then yeah. all of a sudden there's this, this introduction of like... I, I don't even want to do this. Like this person makes me not even want to do what yeah. I love anymore. Um, Can you please talk about what what happened? What was uh, what was going on in this team that um, made you? And just, the same, not like he just it. didn't know how to coach. Okay. We have a great team. We have the best players in the state. Yeah. We, like I said, we should have been winning yeah. championships and. And we weren't. Yeah. And but what we was were, it about the coach that made you guys feel like resentful to him? Um, I mean, they, there were shady things yeah. that we found out that later on and, and not even later on while we were still playing, you know, yeah. like, hey, you know, Mike, Vic, you've been you've been um, invited to a tournament in Las Vegas where you're going to play in front of all of the D1 coaches, not some of them like all of the D1 coaches there and D2 and like every coach that you want to play in front of is there in on this in front of this platform and you didn't find out about it until after it was already over because he wants to take you to his friend's tournament yeah. that nobody is at. There are no D1 coaches right. there. And there's nothing available there. Okay. He wants you to go play for his alma mater, you know, where he played um, because his friend is coaching. A lot um, of empty promises. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no promises. Just yeah. this is, what you, oh, need okay, this is okay. what you need to do. Right. Um, so we all see that. Um, we all saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we had the other coaches saying, wow, like you need to get out of there. Yeah. Like I was very close. The only reason I didn't leave that school was because I have such a, a loyal, um, my heart is just so, so loyal to my teammates. I, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't leave them. Mm. I, I, we had the conversations, guys, let's go, let's yeah. get out of here. They, they weren't ready. They weren't able to, to make that, that leap. Yeah. So I stayed too. Um, mm. And if, I, if there was ever anything that, that I could regret, um, it would be that. I, I, I don't regret anything. Yeah. But if there was ever, if I had to ever pick something, yeah. um, it, would, it would be, I would say that was a pivotal moment, not going to the other school. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then um, also you said that that directed you on the path of football. football Why? Yeah. Um, I my football coach was incredible. Okay, he was he was, so a, was a coach. He was a coach. Yeah, did that, you that meet him before coach. you got into football? Or? I did. Okay. He, he asked me, he asked me for um, he he wanted me to play for him my entire high school career. Um, it was um, it was my man. You would be great out here, brother. I would love to coach you. That's um, cool. So that was like the complete opposite almost. He was a father figure. Wow. Uh, coach Simpson was a great is, coach. Is, Simpson is a great coach. Cool. Um, he was a father figure. He loved yeah. on us. He, he worked oh. our asses off. Yeah. Um, but he loved us at the same time. And you mm. knew anything that he put you through was for a reason. Yeah. It was for you. Cool. Um, it was for the team. Yeah. Um, so, so in going into my senior year, he had a conversation with me and it's just like, Mike, I would really, you know, you've got one year left yeah. and I had the entire football team like, like, bro, please come play. Like you, like we, this team needs you. Yeah. Uh, we want you here and you would be amazing. Uh, and so having a coach that wasn't amazing uh, and then seeing another in a sport that I'd never played before my mom growing up wouldn't let me play football mm. no no you're not playing football you'll get hurt oh yeah totally like, you're, if you play football and you get hurt you can't play basketball yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah that's true no no football yeah. um, but it was at that point it was just like you know what I don't want to I'm okay with not playing basketball yeah, let yeah. me go give that a shot not for football but because I want to I want to play for him I want to play I for our coach um, and yeah. it, every one of us would have ran through a brick wall for him because Wow. we knew that he would do the same yeah yeah, yeah. that's incredible man yeah. I love that and I love that you shared that sort of um, experience and transition with me so then going from um, football when, like how old were you when it ended so football was I played football up until my sophomore year my second year in college yeah, yeah I cool. was there I redshirted my freshman year my my sophomore year I earned I'm working my way up you know to, to earn the starting spot so um, the the person University who's, of Kentucky. Yeah, who's who started gets hurt and 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 it was basically one of these things where the the juniors and the other seniors were uh, were injured so I was just it was a lucky shot yeah. honestly um, they bring in a Juco player and instead of giving me my shot, they give it to him. And it was fully, completely warranted. He yeah. was me times two. Okay. He was an angry, like oh. angry, big <laughs> yeah. Hawaiian, like, oh, wow. like me times, literally me wow. times two, twice, okay. like Physically, not twice yeah. my size, but he was way okay. bigger than me. Yeah. He, 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 should, he deserved that spot. Okay. Um, but that was again another like str like final straw like you know what because that whole football career I was waking up at 5 a.m. training until six like they kick our butts until yeah. six we go we watch film until yeah. nine wow. and then you go outside and you practice oh my gosh, from nine none of this in New Zealand yeah That's nine insane. until 11:30 wow. you're on the field on the gridiron just wow. 
just going at it. Yeah. And um, it's like a full time job. Yeah. Every, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I would leave that, go to class, and immediately go back to the gym oh and play basketball gosh. for five, six, seven hours. What? Um, and I realized you were training like way too much more than 10 hours a day my body fat was below 3% a lot of the time in college because I was doing too much Um, so that really um, that realization that I am kicking my butt all day long and then I'm going back to basketball it was like you you still love it Uh, and at that same time I had a couple coaches reach out because of some uh, my my friend Josh Harrelson played for the University of Kentucky basketball team and he was telling his coaches uh, at the JUCO that he went to before Kentucky Yo, this 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 guy can play like oh, you guys wow. should look at him. So I got a got a couple scholarship offers, Dang. and I left Kentucky to go play basketball again. Oh man, uh, another awesome decision yeah, yeah. to be made um, in the, in the journey. I met so many amazing people. Um, that's what led me to the coaching world. You know, that's what where I realized I wanna I wanna I wanna yeah I wanna coach. I wanna be a coach. Yeah, I do help people I love grow that. and thrive and break their chains that's and so go give their gifts to the world like they were meant to instead of sitting on the couch and just watching sitting on the bench and watching the game being played in front of them watching tv binge watching tv oh yeah totally Um, so that's what really introduced me to the realization that that that's where my heart is at that's awesome and um like we both sort of said the other night that we really firmly believe that we're on this earth to serve like that's yeah we all are yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I sort of want to dive a little bit deeper into that. Like, um, why is it, why is that so important to you in terms of like, um, like what was there a moment or was it sort of just a transition over time? Yeah, it takes us back to Dallas, yeah, yeah. to Texas. Cool. As a kid, um, we we lived on a college campus. Um, yeah. It was an international college campus. Families mm-hmm. from all around the world. Um, so uh, very diverse. And again, my needs. I found a way to to fi- to feed my needs yeah. by helping people move in so every time there was a family moving in or out I was the first one like hey you guys need help you know I'm in fourth grade yeah and my mom my parents thought it was just such an interesting thing like why do you always do that it's it's fun and maybe that was little Mike again turning in transitioning into big Mike I got to have the conversations I got to help the people Um, so my whole life I've just had this like desire to help yeah and 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 to be you know to lend the hand and and it wasn't until I found the whole coaching thing and the and the personal training thing that I realized exactly how I want to help people yeah absolutely Um, but for forever since I was young there was this desire to 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 be the helper I was ashamed of that for a long time Why? in college because if you ask, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to help people. I want to help people. What does that mean? Yeah, I guess that's to- not like the standard um, sort of um, golden crown phrase that people would normally you know, say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's normally like, oh yeah, I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. I want to be, yeah. I want to be a yeah. surgeon. Oh yeah, definitely. Whatever, yeah. you know, saying I want to help people. It's like, you want to be a maid? Like, yeah. you want to be a, like, what do you, like, what do you mean you want to help people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was ashamed of that, but it kept coming back to my heart. I want to help people. Cool. I want to serve. I want to yeah. be a servant. Um, I can't get over how self-aware you were even as a kid, dude, like to be so open to that sort of stuff. I, I don't you know, know I mean, that I was aware of it. I think yeah. it was just like, you know, our, our nature, you know, right. our, our nature will pull us in the direction. I think there would have been some awareness there. Like if it, like, I guess maybe not awareness of, uh, this is the person I am, but awareness of, um, I enjoy this. This is more important to me than um, what other people think of my title. I yeah. suppose it was yeah. feeding. It was feeding a need. It was. Yeah. It was. It was filling a need, and whether I knew what that need was or not, mm. um, 
I, I, as a kid, you know, I don't know that it's filling my needs, obviously, but I'm getting pleasure out of it. You know, seeing other people like, oh yes, oh my gosh, thank you. I love that, yeah. Um, and then and then they, they feed you. Definitely. We were broke. We were broke growing oh, up. Wow. So they they give you some food. Uh, they invite you over for dinner. They um they wave at you and they say hi, Mike. How are you? You That's know. So, cool, so the shy me started to be like, oh. Building those waving, waving back and yeah, like, yeah. that was cool that felt good wow um, they appreciate me that was fun alright so so, um, so I'll try to wrap it up real quickly but um, I want to talk on a couple of things so first thing uh, like three things really quickly so we won't take, we'll take less than five minutes first thing is motivation what do you, uh, what are some like tips to help people sort of light their own fire mm-hmm. um, motivation will fail you Okay. Motivation will fail you, you know, depending on someone to come and pump you up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, that'll fail you because then you're dependent on it. Um, you've got to, you've got to find your own fire. Yeah. Uh, you got to fuel your own fire. I um, agree. Yeah, true. Motivation again, it's like a shower. You need motivation, and motivation is great. I love it. Mm. <clears throat> you need it. You need it often, though. Yeah. You, know, you can't depend on it. What What inspires me? What drives? Uh, what drives you? Yeah. yeah. What drives you is finding your finding your calling. Yeah. Finding what like where that fire in your totally. belly, you know, and you know when you feel it. Finding where that fire comes from. Yeah. That's yeah. what gets you up out of bed. If you don't have a a purpose, you know. Yeah. Then the blanket on top of you in the morning feels like a billion pounds yeah yeah for sure and it's just like I don't want to get up what like why do I otherwise the other thing that kind of gets you up is like a Gary Vee video or like a like the the Eric Preacher videos if you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a man yeah bro he's Um, a man but like you know otherwise you have to keep listening like every like you know two hours to like be re-motivated and and they're great they are brilliant and they serve a purpose they do Um, I agree 100% serve a purpose but they should be the only purpose you can learn and you can grow so much from them but waking up in the morning and and had the first thing on your mind like the first thing on my mind in the morning is I am so grateful Dude. I oh I literally it's a waterfall I was telling yeah, you yeah. it's a waterfall of gratitude yeah. that I consciously I choose that I choose every mm. morning to wake up so grateful for another day to go surf yeah, yeah. Um, so knowing knowing your purpose is going to rip those blankets off of you you're gonna th- you're gonna throw those blankets off of you because yeah. you've got a mission mm. you've got a mission to go and get after awesome. um, so that's that's motivation for me and is knowing uh, is knowing my purpose do you feel like meditation has helped you to re- like really truly discover oh, bro that's that's our next yeah top, that's our next topic the next podcast we, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a whole it's that's a, a whole big, yeah all right but before, before like i just want to really summarize it okay uh-huh. um one to ten how important was it for you um what's after ten Ah yes, the good answer. <laughs> one Thank billion, you. Yeah, one yeah. Billion. Absolutely. If you're not, if you're not meditating, mm. you're losing. Yeah. If you're not meditating, you don't know. You don't know you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and, truly where I really discovered a lot of a lot more about myself, my needs, my yeah, yeah my purpose. Yeah, absolutely. If, yeah, yeah. If you're not med- if you're not motiv- if you're not meditating, you don't know you. Mm. Um, I I meditate every day. I meditate often. Mm. There and and you know it's not just like oh I only meditate in the morning or I only meditate at night. Mm. Um, the other day I was sitting at a table and my, I could feel my energy being being drained yeah. and sucked and and it was because of the environment at yeah. that table and and I literally I stood up I, I took my I walked out to a field I took my shoes off I got my feet in the grass and I meditated That's and but, and I chose to take my energy from a zero to a one billion yeah uh, because of, through that meditation and, and gratitude if you don't know 
if you don't know how to meditate. Uh, you can get on YouTube, you can find awesome meditation practices, but I'll tell you for me, what, what meditation is for me is, is gratitude. Mm. It's, it's just thinking all of the things, the little things, the big things. Mm. I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful Dude. for you. Yeah, I'm so fine. grateful for the, the mission that you're on. Dude. I got goosebumps. Hey, you're, cool. you're changing lives. I'm yeah. so grateful for the things that you're doing. I'm so grateful for my family. I'm so grateful for that breath that I just breathed wow. in. Gratitude will change your life. Yeah. Gratitude will change your life. So meditation can be that for you. Wake up in the morning and think mm. of five things that yeah. you're grateful for, big or small. Don't judge them. Yeah. Just let them come up. Yeah. Let them come up. Spend some time. Soak it in. Yeah, you know, it think, can't just think it because it's, yeah. it's not going to do anything. Yeah. You Put yourself mm. in that state. When I look at the ocean, I get goosebumps. When I look at the ocean, it's like it calls to my soul. I'm so grateful for the ocean. If I'm laying in my bed, landlocked in Kentucky, no ocean anywhere near, I can put myself in that state of looking at the ocean and being so, so grateful and yeah. so, so blessed to be able to see it. Some people can't see. So, so grateful to be able to hear the waves crashing. Some people oh, can't Some people can't hear. Being yeah. so grateful to be able to kick my shoes off or, or leave them on and leave all my clothes on and sprint into that ocean. Some people can't walk, you know? We have so much to be grateful for. Um, yeah. I love that. So that that gratitude and meditation, it's a must. My man. It's a must. My man. Okay, this this last question is very open like very open. It's gonna be based completely off your own personal experience, the kind of person you are, okay? Um and it was it can be very different to anyone, but it's gonna be very broad. The idea is I always end in with a kind of question like this. Uh-huh. Alright. So the question for you, um completely person boy, okay, and completely spontaneous. Uh, if you had to name one thing, what sets your soul on fire? Oh, bro. What sets my soul yeah. on fire? People. All right, dope. People set my soul on fire because my, I feel like we're meant to love. We're mm. meant to serve. Yeah. Um, so when I, when I say people set my soul on fire, it's because whenever I get to love on people, I get to serve people, I'm living my purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and like we talked about, whenever you know what your purpose is, that will pull you out of bed on the rainiest and grayest of days. Yeah. That, will, that will push you through the tough times. That will push you through you know, whatever obstacle life is, is giving for you, yeah. you know, because they're there for a reason. Like we talked Absolutely. about, they're there for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. people, people and serving people, uh, set that absolutely sets my soul on fire. Dude. And if there was a, cl- a close second, travel. Travel, yes, travel. I like that. Because, yeah, yeah. Because cool. you meet people. Yeah, that's, that, that's oh, why we got ties together yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you travel and you meet new people. You see new people doing new things. Yeah, and it and it's a. a, a opportunity for you to detach mm. from the idea that something is supposed to be a certain way. Oh, you're not supposed to do that like that, or yeah. you can't do that. And then you go out into the world and you're like, whoa, like you don't do things, anything like me. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's true. It's, it's, beautiful. Tr- it's really opening, isn't it? It's yeah. incredible. Like it, yeah, it really does change <laughs> perspective, especially on the driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so bro, we're going to end it there. Um, so for everyone listening, uh, honestly, there's so much more that I want to talk to Mike about. So we are going to do a part two. 
Um, eventually, I don't want to do it straight away. I sort of want to give it time. Yeah. Um, then we'll do another one. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, so anyway, I want to wrap it up here. And you guys need to go follow Mike. Honestly, he's on a journey to do some incredible things. We're actually on a very similar path yeah. um, in completely different places. So it's incredible. And from completely different backgrounds, so that's what's so, so dope about this. Um, and fire I, uh, Life Mike oh, on Instagram. Bro. Let's that's be friends. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Fire Life Mike. Guys, so Fire Life Mike. You need to go follow him, please. Um, it's going to be in also the uh, the description part of this podcast as well. Um, also, is there anywhere else you, they can find your website? Anything that's, like that? That's a good place to start. Let's yeah. chat there. We'll go from there. Okay, just find Instagram? it all. Okay, yeah, don't find all it right. all. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for listening, okay? You need to go follow him, okay? And it, like, he's honestly one of the dopest people, I'm serious, one of the dopest people I've met. Hey, like, I can honestly. 100% say the same. I, I tell, I tell, this is <laughs> my favorite part of Bali, was meeting you, bro. I said it earlier, I'll say it again. You're my favorite part of Bali. Oh, so thank you for being you, and I love you. You're, oh, bro, you're, I love bro. you too, man. Yeah, man. Bro, thank you, guys, you, brother. You guys missed a thank hug. You. Bro oh, love. You real bro love. Bro, yeah, man's right there. It's real, man. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, man, I feel so blessed right now. I yeah. really do. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I'm um, going to wrap it up here. We're going to do a little bromance before uh, he shoots off to <laughs> back to America. <laughs> Not in that way, guys. We are both, we are both straight. I can, I can assure you we've been oh, partying yeah. together. So yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, but that was a good time too. Um, so thanks so much for listening, guys. Subscribe to this podcast and uh, follow me on Instagram, Headley Fitness, H-E-D-L-E-Y Fitness. Cheers, you guys. Have an Go. amazing day. Go be great. That's it. Stay blessed. Ooh. I love Bali. <laughs> I love Bali. <laughs> <laughs>